Well, as we all know, social media is one of the most powerful platforms and most powerful tools in your digital marketing arsenal. With billions, uh, with a B, billions of users worldwide, social media platforms offer us digital entrepreneurs this unique opportunity to reach our target audience, build brand awareness, and drive engagement. So the question becomes, how can you get the most of social media for your business? Well, stay tuned because in this episode, we're going to explore the world of social media with some tips and strategies for creating engaging content, building a following, and measuring your results. Are you ready to up your social media game? Then stay tuned and find out how. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client. I did it. But it can also sound like... I am really not understanding this technology, and I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast, to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. What is up? What is up? What the heck is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to another episode of Social Media Marketing Learning, where I am your host, Tracy Brinkman. Now, as you already know, well, wait a minute. Let's back this up a second, shall we? <laughs> Are you ready to become a social media superstar? Yeah, that would be awesome, right? Social media marketing is a crucial component of your successful digital marketing strategy. And in this episode, we're going to explore the world of social media marketing and provide tips and strategies for creating that engaging content to build your following and measure your results. So get ready to take some notes, get those pencils and pens out. Maybe you want to take some text, that's fine. And we're going to learn how to make the most out of social media for your business. But before we do that, I'm going to tell you why I'm here for a second, right? Because the past few episodes have been all about digital marketing, right? I kept seeing this question of what is digital marketing and what is digital marketing for beginners? So really the past few episodes and the next few episodes, I'm taking you through that. So if this is your first step into the Dark Horse Entrepreneur podcast and the YouTube channel, check us out. Go back a couple episodes. I believe it was episode 409 where we started what digital marketing is. Took me two episodes to explain that. Then we stepped into the first thing you're going to need is a digital marketing strategy right? And that was the last episode. And now we're starting to, starting to talk about the individual components that go into that strategy. And in this episode, obviously, as you heard, we're going to talk all about social media marketing. And here's some key points to consider when it comes to social media marketing. Now I'm going to go briefly over these key points, and then we're going to go into them with a bit more detail, shall we? All right. Number one, you got to choose the right platforms. Yeah, there are so many social media platforms out there. You know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. Heck, by the time you're listening to this from the time I recorded it, another social new social media platform is probably springing up out there somewhere. Now, here's the thing. When you're choosing platforms, you're going to want to consider your target audience and the type of content that they want that you need to create. All right. Then that goes right into the next one. Step two. You're going to create engaging content. 
Creating engaging content is essential for building a following and driving engagement on social media. If they don't engage with you, you're just like speaking to the crickets, right? Yeah, and they don't give you any likes or follows. Anyway, so this engaging content could include videos, images, blog posts, infographics, social media posts. The list goes on and on where you can, you can showcase yourself, your products, your services. But at the end, you always want to provide value to your audience. Number three, we're going to leverage the power of influencers. Yeah, influencer marketing involves partnering with other social media influencers to promote your brand, to promote your services or your products. It is a powerful way to reach an entire new audience and drive a good amount of traffic to your website, All right? Next, PPC, right? Paid advertising. Now that I shouldn't have said PPC, this is really just use paid advertising. Paid social media advertising is gonna involve using the platforms such as Facebook ads or Twitter ads or Instagram ads to promote your brand so that you can reach new audience. Now this is an effective way to drive traffic and generate leads and sales. And it's not always as expensive as you think it is. Trust me, I've been getting, what is it? 18 cent clicks to my podcast here recently? Yeah, on Facebook. You thought Facebook was expensive. I'm just telling you, okay? Then you're gonna engage with your audience, right? I got them to click over to check out the podcast. And if I didn't engage with them, then it's wasted money, even if it was cheap money. Engaging with your audience is essential to building a loyal following and promoting your brand on social media. This could include to responding to comments, responding to messages, running contests or giveaways, or using hashtags to promote your brand. And then finally, and you're going to hear me say this in probably every single episode, measure your results. So many people fall on their face right here. They just keep doing and not paying attention to what's working. Measure your social media results this is essential to determining the success of your campaigns, of your actions, the things you're doing so that you can make adjustments as needed. Now, this can include tracking metrics such as engagement rates, follower growth, or website traffic to determine if what it is you're doing is working or not. So by considering these points, and we're going to go into them a little more deeply here, and implementing a strategic approach, and we talked about your strategy in the previous episode to social media marketing, you can create a powerful social media strategy that will drive engagement and promote your brand. So overall, social media marketing, again, is this crucial component in your digital marketing strategy, the overall strategy. So go back and check that out, how we talked about building your strategy. So by choosing the right platforms, creating engaging content, leveraging the power of influencers and using paid advertising to engage with your audience and then measure those results, that's how you're gonna get the most out of your social media for your business, whether it's brand new or it's been around a minute or two. All right, so let's go into these individually choosing the right social media platforms. Yeah, this is essential. Every step is essential. And I'm going to tell you that because you pull one of these steps out and the rest of them just kind of crumble away. So it's essential for reaching your target audience to pick the right platform to reach your audience and promote your brand effectively. Now, with so many platforms out there that are available, it might be a little difficult to determine which ones are right for your business. So here's some factors I want you to consider when you're choosing the social media platforms that you focus on. First off, your target audience. Man, how many episodes have I mentioned this in? Your target audience, one of the most important factors to consider when choosing your social media platform. 
I've heard so many gurus out there say, pick the platform you're most present on, which is fine as long as your target audience is already on that platform. If your target audience is not on TikTok and you're doing all these great things on TikTok, guess what? Your target audience isn't seeing you. Okay. So different platforms attract different age groups, different demographics, and different interests. For example, Instagram is popular amongst younger audiences, while LinkedIn is popular amongst more professional folks. Okay. Now that's not cut and dry and die in the wool, but I can also tell you from the numbers I've been seeing, seeing older and other platforms younger. So pick the platform that's right for your audience. It will make building your audience a whole lot easier. Now you're going to talk about the type of content. The type of content you want to create is another important factor to consider when choosing your social media platforms. Some platforms like TikTok and Instagram, they're more visually focused right, on images and videos, while others like Twitter and LinkedIn are far more text-based. So if they're there, let's create the kind of content they're hungry for, which is probably the kind of content that's on the platform they are on. And I'm not saying it has to be 100% that. So if you're on LinkedIn, you don't have to be 100% text-based. I put videos on LinkedIn all the time, but there's text in there. Yeah, it might be some summary of what's going on in that video so they can get all the meat from it, right? The, the key nuggets from it without having to watch the whole video, but it does prompt them to leave the video. There's always a teaser in there and you can get this, you're going to get this. And I'm going to answer this question in this video. Well, wait a minute. I want to know the answer to that question. Okay. Your business goals should play a role in determining which social media platforms are right for you. Here's an example. If your goal is to generate leads and sales quickly, well, then Twitter ads and Facebook ads might prove to be a very effective platform because you can get something done fast. You could come up with a campaign idea like right now, pencil it all out, to script it all out, create your graphic on Canva, and then an hour later, you could have your ad up on Facebook and be generating leads. Yeah, not so sure you could do that fast on TikTok. Maybe you could, right? It might be. I'm just using my examples here. And your competition. You should also consider your competition when it comes to choosing social media platforms. Are your competitors active on certain platforms? If so, you might want to consider those platforms as well. Because the assumption will be if your competitors are there, they know your target audience is there. Just thinking, right? So here's some examples of social media platforms and the types of businesses they're well suited for. Let's talk about Facebook, yeah, with their 2.8 billion active monthly users. Facebook is one of the most popular social media platforms out there. It's a great platform for businesses that want to build a loyal following and promote their brand more often through targeted ads, right? And again, they don't have to be very expensive. We can talk about Instagram, as I mentioned earlier, very visual platform, popular amongst a younger crowd. And I say younger than me, <laughs> you can see the gray beard here, right? It's a great platform for businesses that want to showcase their products or services through images and videos, right? So maybe you've got both going on, right? In Twitter, obviously we know Twitter is really more text-based. You can put pictures and videos on there. It's popular amongst professionals and journalists. It's a great platform for businesses that want to use news and updates or insights to share with their followers. So I think, oh man, I can see where this is going now. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, as I mentioned earlier, is a professional networking platform that is popular amongst professionals and job seekers. All right, it's a great platform for businesses that want to promote 
their brand with a professional audience. Maybe sales professionals, you have sales tips and sales ideas. I'm just throwing ideas out there. I know I use my LinkedIn profile to connect with other podcasters out there. There you go. Now, overall, choosing the right social media platform can be critical to reaching your target audience. Because if you know where they are, it's a lot easier to find them, right? Now, it's not saying that your target audience isn't on some of the other platforms. I know I get on TikTok. But are they there for the same reasons? So just think that through. So you go to where they are. It's a lot easier to find them and reach and achieve your business goal. So by considering your target audience, the type of content that they want you to create, your business goals and your competition, that can help you choose the platforms that are right for you and your business. All right. So let's go on to that content. Creating that engaging content is crucial for building a following. If it's not engaging, there's going to go scroll right on past you, right? And it also, it's going to help you drive that engagement on social media. The social media platforms, when they start seeing folks engaging with you and your content, they start showing it to more people, right? So here's some tips for creating the content that resonates with your audience. I don't care what resonates with you. It's all about them, right? You're a service-based entrepreneur, right? You're out there to give. First thing is you're going to need to know your audience. Understanding your audience is essential in creating content that is going to resonate with them. Consider their demographics, consider their interests, consider their behaviors and create that content that they're going to find interesting and engaging. What are their pain points? Can you push on those pain points a little bit and then show them a potential solution? Yeah. Use visuals. Visual content is more likely to capture your audience's attention and generate engagement. I know recently my lovely dog Rosebud passed away and I had been uh, you know, pretty active on social media and I was disconnected for a couple of days as I grieved and I shared a picture of her and it is probably to this day the most engaged photo I've ever put on my post, even more so than my wedding and my wedding was rather unique. So use those images, use those videos and infographics to create visually appealing content that stands out. Mine was just a picture of my beloved Rosebud, an amazing golden retriever. Okay, keep it short, keep it sweet. That's exactly what I did in that post. I said, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye to our beloved Rosebud. It wasn't long, it was simple. Social media users have a short attention span. That's <laughs> just what it is. So keep your content concise, and to the point, use attention grabbing headlines, clear calls to action, and concise language to make your content easy to digest. Right, and it's another thing, speak their language. You may be, I was on a Zoom call earlier today with a, an amazing friend of mine. He's been on the podcast a couple of times, Joe Graham, go check out his episode. He's an amazing salesperson. But we were talking about an opportunity. I was chatting with him and I said, you know, one of the things I keep seeing is people who are entrepreneurs that are way up on step W, right? And they're trying to share their value and their information and the people they're trying to share it with are way back on step C. And they're speaking W language to C-level people. <laughs> you feel me? So be sure you're speaking their language, okay? Provide value. That almost goes without saying. Creating content that provides value to your audience is one of the most effective ways to build engagement 
and loyalty. This includes providing tips, providing advice, giving industry insights, showcasing your customers' success stories, showcasing their problems, showcasing some potential solutions, showcasing that you know what the pain points that they're having out there, and here's some ways to solve it. Give them the farm. Give it all away for free. Here's the thing. If you give it all away for free, 99.8% of the people are not going to take action. They're going to need you to step in and help them. It's just facts and tell you what it is. Now, there's a small percentage of folks that will take your advice and integrate it into their life and go, oh, my God, it worked. Thank you so much, which almost provides you with proof, social proof right there. Uh, use storytelling. Storytelling is a powerful way to connect with your audience and create this emotional content, right? This emotional connection with them. They're like, even if they don't relate directly to the story, I'm leaning into the microphone so you'll hear me better. They might connect with, wow, I had a very similar situation. They'll feel that emotion. These stories can showcase your brand's personality. It can help you connect with your audience on a much deeper level and use a variety of stories. They don't have to be happy-go-lucky. Some of them can be dramatic. Some of them can be scary, right? Some of them can be downright awful. But don't always use one style of story because you're trying to resonate with different types of people that are at different points in their journey. Be consistent. Consistency is a key when it comes to creating engaging content. Go ahead and create yourself a content calendar. We talked about that in the last episode and stick to it, right? Whatever it is, if you only can post every other day, fine. That's how you're going to lay your calendar out and stick to it to that regular posting schedule, people will subconsciously notice it, maybe even consciously notice it, and you'll build an engaged and loyal following as a result. If you start posting every single day and then you shift to once a week, you're gonna lose a lot of folks' interest, I'm just telling you. Let me give a couple of examples, videos. Videos are a powerful way to create engaging content on social media. It can be used to showcase products or services, provide tips or advice, and share those customer stories. And you can take a long video and then cut it up into shorts and reels and Facebook reels and YouTube shorts and, right? So you can take one piece of content and dice it into 10 if you want to. So there's that. Infographics. Infographics are usually very visually appealing and convey complex information in a very simple structured manner and in an easy to understand format. This is a great way to share industry insights and data that could be really complex at if just explained in an audible fashion. Use user-generated content. UGC, they talk about this. User-generated content is content generated by your audience, right? It can include photos and videos and reviews. It can be a powerful way to showcase your brand's authenticity and build engagement. Get out there and see what your users are doing. If they're doing something you totally believe and go, see, this is exactly what I teach and, and share their stuff. There you go and give folks a behind the scene peek. Use that in your content. Behind the scenes content gives your audience kind of this peek behind the curtain into your brand, into your mind, into your world. And this is a great way to showcase your personality, your brand's personality, and really connect with your audience on a whole nother level. All right, so what are we talking about? Creating this engaging content, again, is essential for building your following driving your engagement on social media. So by knowing your audience and using visuals, keeping it short and sweet, providing value, 
using storytelling, and being consistent, you can create content that resonates with your audience that will help you drive that engagement. Now, let's talk about influencer marketing. Man, these few past few episodes have been really long, but that's fine. We're gonna, I, I want to give you the value. I'm going to deliver the goods, so to speak. So influencer marketing, whew, this is a powerful way to reach entirely new audiences and promote your brand on social media. So let me give you some tips for leveraging the power of influencers. And I'm not talking about these always have to be these ginormous folks out there, you know, the Gary V's and what have you. For those of you that know who Gary V is, these could be the small folks that are just a step or two ahead of you in your journey to build followers. Yeah, they can help you get a leg up. And that proves into this first point I want to share with you, which is choose the right influencers. When choosing influencers, it's really important to consider their audience, their engagement rate, and their alignment with your brand. Looking for a few influencers that have a genuine connection with their audience and who aligned with your brand's value and messaging is something you really want to look for before you say, hey, you want to partner together with something? Right? Because you might be getting folks into your following that really are just end up being dead weight and end up leaving later on. Collaborate on content. Collaborating with influencers on content is a great way to showcase your products, your services, and again, reach those new audiences. This could include some sponsored posts, right? Some sponsored videos or stories that showcase your brands or products where they give you a shout out, you give them a shout out, or maybe they talk about something you're doing or how you help them or what, or something along those lines, okay? I started to mention this before and I held it because I remembered I had a note in here to make sure to share it. Use micro influencers. Yeah. See, micro influencers are those who are influencers with the smaller following, maybe between a thousand to a few thousand followers, right? See, while they're not the same as those macro influencers that have a hundred thousand followers or more, they quite often have followers that are far more engaged and far more lo loyal making them a great option for those really niche markets, right? So if you're looking for just moms, you want moms with newborns that have just moved into country, right? I'm just picking something off on top of my head. That's a very niche market. You may find some, some of those micro influencers out there that have very passionate audiences and you can connect and do some combined content. And then measure results. So as you try these things out, you want to measure the success of your influencer campaigns. This is essential for determining whether they're even effective in the first place. So that you can make adjustments as needed on maybe who you use, whether you use them again, or maybe you're just, you know, influencer marketing isn't working for you. It will. You just have to find the right matchup right now. Again, the, some of the metrics you want to look at are engagement rates, follower growth, and website traffic to determine whether or not these folks are working or not. And then finally, build relationships. Man, a relationship is going to build your sales a lot faster than anything else. So build relationships with influencers to create a long-term success. Engaging with influencers by liking and commenting on their posts, sharing their content, and inviting them into events or product launches that you have going on. This is something I have learned over the past couple of years, really, I've learned it over the past couple of decades, but have really pushed on the last couple of years and it paid off for a recent summit I did. I came up with the idea for a summit on a Friday afternoon 
and reached out to a number of the influencers out there that I had built relationships with through this podcast and through, you know, second tier. You know, I'd interview someone in the podcast and they'd say, oh yeah, I know someone that would really be good for this. And because of that connection I had there, they reached out and by Monday, actually by Sunday afternoon when I left Tennessee, I had 22 people that said yes to be a peer and speak on my summit through relationships, all right? So it's gonna work for you in sales as well. Let's give you a couple of examples. We talked about sponsored posts, right? Sponsored posts involves paying an influencer to promote your brand or your product on their social media platform. It's gonna include them just doing an image or maybe a video showcasing your product, your service, and then them giving a call to action to come follow you, to come visit you on your website, or to actually make that purchase. Maybe they're doing a product review for you instead. You know, you could send them the product, whether it be a digital product or a physical product or a coaching opportunity, you, you give them that coaching. And then in exchange, they give an honest review on their social media platforms, maybe multiple as they're going through. If it's a multiple week program, they're like, hey, I'm going through this now and it's amazing. It's a great way to build trust and showcase the benefits of your products at the same time. And then finally, and I've done this one before, brand ambassadors. Now, brand ambassadors are the influencers who kind of represent the brand on an ongoing basis. They attend events, they participate in product launches, they help create content on your behalf for your brand, or they act almost as this spokesperson of the brand. You see a lot of that out there, folks wearing other folks' gear and what have you. That helps show that um, influencer marketing is a powerful way to reach new audiences and promote your brand on social media by choosing the right influencers and collaborating on content using, and remember to use those micro influencers too. Don't always have to be the big guys. Measure results and build those relationships. You can create a super successful influencer campaign, drive engagement and promote your brand. Now, we got two more here, right? Oh my God, we got three more. We're already 27 minutes into this thing. Oh my goodness, what's going on here? I'm just reviewing my notes. Okay, so we're gonna talk about paid advertising on social media. This involves, as I mentioned earlier, using platforms like Facebook ads and Twitter ads and Instagram ads or whatever platform we're talking about to promote your brand and reach new audiences effectively and inexpensively. Okay. But before you do that, let's get clear on some steps you need to go through. You need to set goals. You need to choose the right platform. You need to target your audience, create compelling ad copy, right? Compelling ads and yeah, measure results, right? So before you launch any advertising campaign, you need to know what it is you're trying to achieve. What are your goals and objectives? Don't just, oh, I'm gonna put something out there and see and pay, to put some paid money behind it and let's see what happens. No, you need to have a target. What it is you're trying to accomplish, whether you're looking to generate leads, increase sales or drive website traffic, have a clear goal in mind and determine the best approach for your campaign. Actually having that goal in mind will help you determine the best approach for your campaign. Then you're gonna choose the right platform. We talked about that earlier, choosing that right platform for your campaign, especially in a paid advertising campaign, is critical for reaching your target audience. Consider their demographics, their interests. Similar, that will help you determine which platforms they are gonna be most active on. That way you can light those results you're shooting for in that goal we just talked about a lot more inexpensively, okay? Then you're gonna target your audience. Now targeting your audience is another one of those essential steps, especially in paid advertising, so that you reach the right people. 
right? You're spending money now. It becomes even more important. So use the targeting options such as age, gender, location, interests, and behaviors to help ensure your ads are seen by the right people. I teach you a trick. All right, now, Facebook, it's really good. You can create an ad with some pretty broad targets. You know, hey, I'm 40, they're 45 to 65. They're college graduates. They are earning X thousands of dollars and they own a home. You could start there, that's fine. But then, once you get a few clicks through your campaign, it's usually, I say 100 it's before I even start doing it. Start creating a lookalike audience off those that have clicked on that ad and let Facebook, yeah, their amazing algorithm that they have, pick the next round of people for you. You'll find that your ad cost goes way down. If you want to chat about that, that particular strategy, let me know. Create a whole podcast episode about that. And then finally, you're going to create some compelling ads. Yeah, if you want to put something lame out there, right? So you're going to spend some money. You want your audience to pay attention to it. You want to generate some engagement. You want something eye-catching with visuals, maybe some videos, some attention-grabbing headlines, and a clear call to action. One clear call to action to encourage those users to click through to your website or click through to your podcast or make a purchase, whatever it may be. And then finally, measure those results. Measuring the results of a paid advertising campaign is fundamental, right? For determining the effectiveness <laughs> and so that you can make adjustments as you, as they're needed. Again, it's, there's some of the KPIs you're going to be looking at are click-through rates, conversion rates, ROI, what's your return on investments, and then measure results to make data-driven decisions. And be prepared to spend a few dollars right up front to get data. Right, put a 50 bucks in there and say, okay, 50 bucks, this is just me to get data. Now that I have the data, what do I need to tweak with this information? All right, let's go on to engaging with your audience by building relationships. Oh, engaging with the audience is crucial for building relationships and driving more engagement on your social media. So here's some tips for engaging with your audience. The obvious one, super easy, respond, yeah. When they leave a comment, respond, right? When they message you and messenger, respond. Responding to comments and messages on social media is essential for showing your audience that you give a damn, right? That you value their feedback and their opinions. Respond as promptly as possible and as thoughtfully as possible to the comments and the messages, right? And that's don't just copy and paste bullshit. No, does that not? Aim to provide helpful information and helpful and heart-centered responses. And here's the thing, the nice thing about that, I really see this on Facebook more than anything else. These responses, so if someone, you know, you put a post, someone responds, and then you respond to that, you're gonna to wanna to like or love their response, and then respond to their response. And this, the combination of the two, their response, drives you a little bit up in the algorithm. Your response to their response drives it up a little bit in the algorithm. Your liking their response drives it a little bit up in the algorithm. As you get another response, go back and like your previous response and you know like their response and just keep stacking that and it keeps driving it up, okay? Now we're talking about social listening. I don't hear many people talking about this. Social listening is gonna involve monitoring so the social media platforms out there for mentions of your brand, for mentions of you, for mentions of your products, and even your competitors. Yeah, this can help you identify opportunities 
to engage with your audience, to address your customers' concerns, and to gather feedback on your product, your service, your social media presence, whatever it is you're doing, see what's going on out there. And your competitors, maybe you keep hearing that, man, I, that competitor B over there, they have sucky customer service. So what do you do? You start making some posts about how amazing your customer service is. Now let's make sure your customer service is amazing at that point, right? Now you're starting to say, oh, that's one of their pain points. Let me talk about how I can solve that pain point. Okay, all right. Let's run some, some contests, yeah, maybe some giveaways, right? Run a contest or a giveaway on social media. This is a great way to engage your audience and promote your brand, especially if you use something like a King Sumo where you can do those tracking, those tracking websites where it says, hey, as a part of this, we're gonna, whoever has the most likes and shares and the most points at the end of this, I'm gonna give you away X. And then we're gonna pick someone else at random, right? And they get points for every time they share it with somebody and so on and so on. So it starts tracking it for them. So they, it becomes almost gamified, yeah. This includes users to share their experiences with your product, right? You could do that as part of a, as part of a giveaway. Or, and then, like I was mentioning earlier, the, you forward this on to them. They, you know, they tell two friends, they tell two friends. The whole tag a friend concept to enter the giveaway in this creates almost a semi-viral aspect of things. As we mentioned before, let's use some user-generated content, right? This is content created by your audience. And it can be a powerful way to engage your audience and showcase the authenticity of your brand. I'm assuming you're gonna be authentic with it, right? This will encourage your followers to create and share content using your product, using your service, using your brand information and you share the best content on your social media platforms, right? So if you do a, an interview on someone's podcast, I say, hey, make sure you tag me on your social media posts about it so that I can share it with my folks. Same kind of thing. I'm not creating the content. It's their user-generated content, but I have a vested interest in it and I wanna share that with my people. Does that make sense? Okay, now. And then finally, you wanna personalize your message. Personalizing your message is gonna be key for connecting with your audience on a deeper level. Remember I said none of that's copy and paste stuff, right? Use your audience's name. Someone responds, use their name. Mention their location. Any little personal detail in a message to them, in a response to them. Maybe you message them on social media directly. You get into their DMs. You add a little personal tidbit. They'll feel special. They'll feel valued and they'll feel heard, okay? Yeah. Whew, man. All right, so we got one last thing I want to I want to share with you, and I have beat this horse to death, but I want to share with you in detail here, especially when it comes to social media marketing, measuring results. Yeah, this is going to be detrimental to the effectiveness of your digital marketing efforts because you want to make data-driven decisions, right? Not emotional decisions. That's for the buyers. You want to come to the table with with data-driven decisions. So. Let me give you some tips for measuring your results. Again, before you start measuring things, you're gonna to wanna to know what your goals are, okay? So before launching any digital marketing campaign of any type, it's important to set clear, achievable goals and objectives. Now, whether you're looking to generate leads, whether you're looking to increase sales, whether you're looking to build your following, build your email list, or drive more traffic to your website, have a clear goal in mind. This is gonna help you determine the best approach in your campaign, 
right? Grab your analytics tools, make sure they're set up, right? Maybe it's Google Analytics, maybe it's Facebook Insights, Twitter Analytics. All of these can help you drive, track what's going on, track your website traffic, track your engagement rates, or any other key metrics that you need to monitor to reach the goal that you've set, right? Use any of these tools, use all of these tools to monitor the success of your campaign and then tweak and see it's needed. You may see everything's going along fine until, bam, right there, you see that something falls off and then you've got, okay, so right here, I have to make some changes, whatever that might be. Let's track your conversions, right? Conversions are the actions that the users take on your website, in your posts. Maybe it's making a purchase. Maybe it's filling out a contact form. Maybe it's subscribing to your newsletter. Tracking those conversions can help you determine the effectiveness of your campaign and help you make those data-driven decisions. But don't just track your conversions, right? Because if you're saying, well, my conversion rate is through the roof. It's 16%. Man, that's amazing. But you see, you know, just getting them to the point where they make that decision is slow and arduous. Well, then go upstream and fix fix whatever's going on up there. Make sure the metrics there start rising up too, because if you can hold that 16% and double the traffic going there, well, then it's a win-win, all right? So gotta track all the metrics. A-B test your campaigns. Now, A-B test involves having two versions of a campaign and testing them against each other to determine which one of the two performs better right? This can include testing different ad formats, different headlines, different call to actions. Some folks call them CTAs and determine which one is the best. And once you have figure out which one's the best, then you make that one your primary and then you add another one and then you change one thing. And if that second one starts doing better, well, then it becomes the primary and then you add a new one and you change one thing. And if the A stays being champion number one, well, then you go to B and you change something different you follow me you're changing one thing at a time and then you just keep iterating until it gets better and better okay okay phew all right so we have we have tried to give you a little better understanding of social media marketing and how to leverage it and its power man it is powerful so that you can grow your business so that you can grow your following so that you can grow your digital presence out there by choosing the right platforms by creating engaging content, by leveraging the power of influencers, by using paid advertising, by engaging with your audience and measuring re your results, you can create a successful social media campaign that will drive engagement, promote your brand, and drive up sales. You know what we all want at the end of the day? Yeah, of course it is. But wait, don't leave me just yet. In our next episode, we're gonna be discussing the importance of SEO, yeah? Search engine optimization. The importance of SEO in your digital marketing strategy. So do not miss this valuable information. Be sure to tune into episode 412 and learn how to optimize your website and the content on your website for the search engines to drive organic traffic to your website and increase your online visibility. All right. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.